Hey y'all, welcome back to Voices of the Body. Ah, I've missed y'all so much. I've missed doing this. Gosh, I had to go get my life real quick. So many transitions and transits, but I'm in a good place. I'm in a good place. Happy New Year. Yes, I know it's March. March is technically when the year feels like it's actually getting started for me. It's been like that for years. Yeah, but we're here. I'm so glad you all came back. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This episode is going to be amazing. I am interviewing a new friend. She's all the way coming to you live from Australia. Mm, We got reach, y'all. We got reach. Yes, we're talking about divorcing yourself to prepare for the new you. Yeah, so get set. Get yourself together, get your tea, get your water, find that comfortable seated position as we get ready to take off on this episode. I've missed you guys. Find that comfortable seated position. Again, y'all know if you're driving, just be safe. Take it easy. We're going to get a little breath work in, right? Some new year, new you breath work. (sighs) Option here is to bring your gaze down your nose or gently close your eyes, whichever keeps you feeling safe in your body and safe in your space. And take a nice big inhale as you bring your shoulders all the way up to your ears, maybe really clenching the body, the nose, the face. And as you gently exhale, release everything, soften the body, soften the face, soften the jaw. Beautiful. One more time, nice big inhale. Bring the shoulders all the way up to your ears, right? Tighten and tense the whole body, tight, tight, tight. And release, gently softening the body again. Yeah, that feels good, doesn't it? One more time, nice big inhale, really bringing the whole body into a nice tight ball. Bring those shoulders up to your ears, really tightening those eyes. I'm getting little kid vibes, tight, tight, tight. And gently exhale as you soften the body, beautiful. Yeah. And just allow yourself to melt into whatever posture your body is needing in this moment. Allow your thoughts to just come and go as they do. The brain is a beautiful muscle that just has so many stories and things and 
storage units and all the things in it that they want to show you it's the brain's like a little kid it's like mommy mommy I want to show you something right but let's get into the body yeah let's get into our soul and really listen to what it's calling for us to do where is it moving you into what are the promptings that you're getting right and how do those promptings make you feel? Can you feel those promptings? Can you feel your soul, right? That solar plex area, that energy center, that connection, right? I always say that we're connected to God or the divine, whoever you consider to be your higher source of power from our head, from the crown of our head, yet there's a speaking from our belly, right? That middle part of us, the center of our body, that core, right? Whatever you consider to be the core of your body, what speaks to you from there? What do you need to divorce within yourself that has been clenching and leeching on to you, stopping you and sucking the blood, the life, the energy out of you? blocking you from moving into the person that you were called to be, right? Yeah. Blocking you or or putting up these walls that are stopping you from doing what you're called to do, what feels good and natural. Yeah. Just sit with that, right? Maybe bring some journaling into this space. Yeah. Really asking yourself those deep-rooted questions. What is it that my soul desires to do and am I doing it? Hmm. And if I'm not doing it, what's blocking me from doing it? Yeah. So take a nice big inhale and exhale. One more nice big inhale and exhale. Last one, nice big inhale and exhale. And there's no rush, right? You can always pause this episode where need be or come back to it. But just give your body time to come out of this space, right? Maybe wiggling the toes and fingers, moving the head from side to side, and gently blinking the eyes open when the body is ready, when you feel that you've gotten what you needed in this space, in this moment, in this breath work and stillness. We will be right back with our interview with Miss Leanne. Hey, y'all, it's your girl, Love Ashley Elaine. Listen, I wanted to let y'all know 
I am hosting my first of many, yes, first of many healing retreats this year. Yes, this July from the from July 19th through the 29th in Costa Rica. Listen, y'all, when I went to Costa Rica last summer, I felt so connected. We're going to be in the jungle for 10 days. So listen, Maybe this is for you. Maybe it's for somebody you know, but I'm healing a 10-day healing retreat called Release and Rise in Costa Rica for all my beautiful creatives, my beautiful entrepreneurs. Yes, this is a this is a women's retreat for creatives, for entrepreneurs, for business owners, or if you don't have your business started up yet, you're in those phases of, okay, I know there's something pulling me. There's something calling me to more but I feel blocked. I can't touch it. I can't reach it, but I can I, like, I can feel a pool. I can feel the transition into what this newness is, right? This retreat is for you. We're going to work through all the things, right? We're moving. Each day has a new, a new topic that we're sitting on that we're going to work through. I have some amazing guest coaches, one that I've worked with for almost two years now, right? We've done a lot of one-on-one work and now she's starting teacher training. Another one that I met in um, Peru, she's a phenomenal photographer, right? And then I have my own team with me that is going to be given a lot of gems as well. I'm also very excited for I'm going to do a a coaching session, right? So you're going to get a live coaching session with me to really talk about creativity and business. Listen, I'm on this journey with y'all, right? I want you to know you're not alone in this journey. You are not alone. That's what I'm here for. I'm your guide. I want to, I want to help you. I want to support you. We're going to hold hands and leap together. How about that? Right? We're going to fly and take off together. We're not hitting the ground. We're going to soar right on this thing, right? So if you're a woman and you're feeling like there's a creative block that you're having or there's something that you're you're building and you've just hit a wall, come hang out with us in Costa Rica. Come hang out with us. We're going to do a waterfall hike together, really incorporate some, some energy work, right? Some yoga, some meditation, journaling. We're going to build community. And I think the best part is This isn't one of those things where you come to us and we give you all these things and then you go back home and you're like, okay, now what? Right? No. One thing I never want to do when I'm working with people is leave them high and dry, right? I want to make sure that when I'm not working with them anymore or there's space in between the time that we are working together you have what you need to really do the things that we've worked on, right? Really incorporating it and making it a realistic practice, an everyday practice, right? So what we've also set up is once the retreat is over, we're going to give you a little space, right? Let you get reincorporated into your home life. Maybe you got kids and they haven't seen you and now they're all on your leg. I know what that's like. Or maybe your spouse is like, baby, let's spend some time together because you've been gone in Costa Rica without me for 10 days. Like, let it be, let it do. Your job misses you. They want to pile stuff up on you or you just need a minute, right? Whatever that transition space looks like, give yourself that time, give yourself that space, right? Things will start coming up. Things will start cycling. Things will start, you know, you'll start seeing things a little differently. You'll start having a little bit more of a creative flow and questions will start to come up. 
that's where we come back in the picture, right? We're going to do monthly collective calls, right? They're called the Rise Collective, right? So we're going to give you about a month after the retreat. So sometime in, in the end of August, which is perfect because we got kids getting ready to go back to school in September. The fall season is starting to come up, right? We want to start looking at what this what this last quarter of the year is going to look like. The Rise Collective is going to be here for you, right? Each month from moving forward, we're just going to keep adding. So every time we have a retreat, a release and rise retreat, we're going to add. We're just going to add, right? This is part of building community. We're going to build community to make sure that whatever questions you have, right, you have us to come back to, right? You have that once a month space that you know is going to be available for you, right? And it's free. So you've already paid your dues to go on the retreat. This space is literally just for our release and risers once you come into that retreat space, right? Once you've done your first retreat with us, I promise you, you'll be coming back for more. You'll be coming back for more. So listen, again, it's for, we're taking eight beautiful women with us, creatives, entrepreneurs, business owners, both and if you're on the brink of moving into this space or want to open up your creative toolbox, right? Or want to really unblock some things. You were creative as a child and now you just feel stifled, right? Come with us, come hang with us. I promise you the, the space is intentional. The call is intentional. We're only looking for those serious people that are like, you know what? I'm right on the edge. I'm ready to leap. And now I have people to leap with me, right? Go to ashleyelaine.me to find more information. Click on that release and rise tab and you'll find all the information, costs, payment plans, all of that. The only person holding you back is you. So are you ready to release and rise? And welcome back to Voices of the Body. So I have with me all the way from Australia. This is so exciting. (laughs) Miss Leanne Kensler. So she is a psychologist and coach. She's an author and a speaker, a business owner, a second time wife and a mother. Leanne believes that we find our true self uh, through our deepest wounds, which I agree, Her sense of being disconnected from herself and the world around her drove her to continually self-reflect and grow. After being in a controlled marriage for 20 years, she she took a leap of faith and started to do things for herself, finding herself along the way. This journey led to many realizations, including a beautiful second marriage. Now she is passionate about helping others go from breakup to breakthrough. This means discovering your sense of self and what you want for you with capital Y-O-U. Self-empowerment is the key to happy relationships and great boundaries. Leanne knows that the help that by helping both men and women, there is a flow on effect where the children and extended family also benefit. Please, 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 please help me introduce Leanne. How are you? Woohoo! Thank you. So <laughs> excited to be here talking to you and all your listeners. Yeah, yeah. So, um, happy new year, first and foremost. Um, I yes. hope I hope whatever needed to stay in 2022 <laughs> 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 stays in 
stayed there. <laughs> it's been a long, it was a long, hard year for a lot of people, wasn't it? Yeah. So, and I, I, I appreciate, um, like we spoke about before, us having this conversa- conversation um, coming into the new year, because like we said, it's there's there's a lot of people that are in the same space, which is like almost kind of hard to believe. Um, but we're all in this space where it's like coming back home to ourselves and rediscovering. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us a little bit about your story and how you got into um, becoming a divorce and breakup coach. Yeah, okay. So initially it started out because you know, I was in that space myself Mm -hmm. and I could really see a lot of people around me in the dating scene who were very traumatized by their relationships and they weren't ready to be dating, but they were using dating as a way of recovery or distraction. And they weren't taking the time to actually look at what had happened to them in their relationship or even their childhood. And I was very fortunate because I am a psychologist. I was able to set very clear boundaries with these guys and just say, no, Mm -hmm. you're not ready. But at the same time, I also had some friends in this space and and clients and we were talking about the same sort of issues. And I realized that this is a massive problem for men and women where people tend to jump into relationship to try and heal their wounds of the past, but Mm. it doesn't work. They just drag themselves and their issues into the next relationship and they take things personally because they don't always see that their new partner has got wounds and issues as well and it's not your fault. And then I started to do a little bit of research around this and I realized that you know there's a lot of grief that is not being worked on um there's just Mm. so much trauma and so much pain yeah and it really needs to be looked at to create a a new life yeah yeah that's yeah um because like I just I, I before we hopped on I was like I was telling you it's like there's a chapter that has to close. Well, not even a chapter. It's almost like a whole story that has to close, that has to end um, before Mm -hmm. we move into anything new, right? Um, And I heard you say that like some people, you know, like you started to notice that people actually are not ready, right? To move into those new relationships, what did, like, what does that look like, right? For people who think they might be ready or are on the fence, what does not being ready look like to move into a new relationship? Mm. Well, if you're still carrying a whole lot of pain because of your relationship and what's going on, you're feeling really angry, you're distressed a lot of the time, you're really sad about it, you're Mm. fearful, If you're really fearful about dating, then I would highly recommend you do a little bit of or a lot of inner work to help you release that fear because what energy that you put out there is what you attract back. So Mm. if you're going into the dating world thinking, yeah, I'm going to find someone, but this is terrifying and there's no good people out there and everyone is a jerk and they're just out to, you know, for their own selves. then that's exactly what you're going to attract. Mm. When you feel ready, you'll know 
I'm going to, I'll give you a little, my little personal example on this one. Uh, when I first started dating after my breakup, I was attracting all these young guys. And in fact, they were all 33. It was really weird. I was 42. Mm-hmm. And um, after a little while, I thought, okay, clearly I'm not ready because I'm attracting all these guys who are not my type. And uh, it's just not working for me. So I took a little break from the dating world. I did a bit of inner work. Yeah. Uh, then I attracted some people that were more, you know, where I wanted to be. And I learned from that and kept going, kept doing the work. And eventually I got super, super clear about what I wanted in a relationship. I felt very ready for a relationship. I was excited. It was like, yeah, I can't wait to find the man of my dreams. Mm. And when I when I was dating from that space, a week later I met him and we've been married for four years together for eight Oh, yeah. I love a good love uh, love story. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it, it is like that, you know. When you, like I had tingles on my body in my body when I really thought about how exciting it would be to find my ideal partner. Mm. I knew that's when I was ready, and he told me that he had a similar thought a couple of weeks earlier that he was now ready to get serious about dating, mm-hmm. and. We weren't doing it out of a, a space of fear or loneliness or I need fixing. It was out of a space of I am ready for the next book, not the next chapter, as you said. I'm ready to start writing my new book. Mm. And that's when it all went well. Yeah. And so, yep, go, Ashley, oh. sorry. No, yeah, because um, what what I'm thinking about just hearing your story, right, is even even the clarity that you had in that relationship did you also have clarity in what you wanted to do professionally uh at that point i admit the answer is no <laughs> mm, okay mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that came with a little bit of time and i had to you know i i kind of went from i want to work with um women in small business or i want to work in this space or this space and i jumped around quite a bit before I finally realized that my clients that I was seeing in the psychology space, I really was having nice results with with them uh, when after they were going through separation and divorce. And I really enjoyed that space. Mm. Uh, and then I could see a lot of guys who were really struggling with the uh, parent parental alienation. And not knowing how to handle their ex-partners or even their children. And they were really struggling. So that's when I first started to say, okay, I'm going to actually focus on working with men in the divorce space. Mm-hmm. And about a year later, I thought, God, I really miss the, the working with women as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I connected with a beautiful lady who uh, edits a magazine called Feminescence. And she wanted me to be in her magazine. And I thought, well, this is a women's magazine. So now's the time to really expand and put it out there and work with women as well. And as soon as I did that, a couple of ladies connected with me and I knew it was a really good decision. Um, So, you know, from all of this, I've I've designed a program, an online program and also one-to-one stuff. And it really does make me feel happy really happy actually Mm. to see 
people go from a space of I'm not ready to even think about dating, don't even want to go there. And by the time they get to the end, they're like, you know what, this is fun and I can do this and I know what I want and I know who I am. And that's exactly what it's all about. It's yeah. about, you know, helping people to discover their true self and, and not look at life from the lens of their pain and hurt. Mm, yeah. And yeah. Oh, oof, yeah. So much in that. Um, yeah. Cause when you, when you, when you get to like the knit of it, the knit and grit of like, who are, who, who is your true self? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the work that goes into that, that's what I feel like a lot of people avoid. Um, mm-hmm. Because they're afraid of, um, they're afraid of like staying in that sad space or that, you know, that melancholic space or, you know, it's, I think people, yeah, people are afraid to touch it, but it's kind of, it's like, well, if you want to change, right? Like you, you kind of have to, you have to, you have to not sit in it, but you have to like work through, okay, how did I get here? Right. Not. Mm not even just if it's, you know, things that you've done or things that were done to you, but then like going back into that childhood space. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And and people are terrified of that. Mm -hmm. And I guess I'd love to take this opportunity to reassure people that it's actually not about sitting in that space for months or years on end. It's about looking at it and saying, I actually survived all of that stuff. However, I made some decisions about myself and my life and the world around me from that trauma. Mm. And those decisions that I made as a little girl or a little boy are now impacting me. And sometimes our inner four-year-old is completely in charge of us and Mm. we have no idea. Mm. And when we can love and heal that four-year-old and reassure them that hey, hey, beautiful child, I'm an adult now. I've got this. I'm in charge of my life now. Mm. And I don't have to respond to everyone and everything from the lens of a four-year-old. I can respond from the lens of an adult. And that's so empowering. Yeah. Yeah. And th- and that's that's even looking at how four-year-olds are with their emotions um, mm-hmm. developmentally, right? It's like, yeah. I want what I want and I want it now. And I'm going to have a tantrum if you don't give it to me. And it's like, well, where do you learn compromise? Right? Like as an adult, now it's, now you can't have a tantrum when things don't go your way or when you don't get what you want, you have to learn to compromise. You have to learn to have conversation, you know, even if it's uncomfortable. Um, Yeah. Tell me about like some of that childhood work that you do with your, with your clients who are dealing with um, breakup, like really hard breakups and divorces. Mm. Yeah. So a lot of people feel, uh, I'll just give a very broad example, uh, very lonely after their separation. And they feel like they need to step into relationships very soon afterwards because they, they believe they can't handle that loneliness. Mm. And A technique that I use is to help them go into their body. So I'll ask, where do you feel that loneliness? And often loneliness is felt in the heart, Mm -hmm. sometimes the throat or the gut. And then we sit with that feeling and what what happens is that it takes them back to a memory of being alone as a child. And then we almost reparent that child and we 
I get the adult them to talk to the child them and offer them love and security and safety. And the child feels so different afterwards and you can really see it in their face that, oh, my God, I'm actually not alone and it's okay and it's safe because I can handle this. I survived it as a child and I therefore can certainly survive it as an adult. Uh, And that's a really beautiful thing because it stops us then relying on our children to uh, look after us It stops us from relying on our friends who have got their own stuff going on. And the best thing about it is Mm. it stops us from wanting another relationship just to fill in the gaps. And of course, that means all of that means that we can really love and embrace our quiet time and do things for ourselves. Like, you know, might just be sit around and read a book, watch a show, get a massage, go for a walk, do things for you because you deserve it Mm -hmm. Um, and just really love your own being in your own space because when you love being in your own space, it's a lot easier to be in relationship. Yeah. Mm. Oh, you just, you just preached my whole entire 2022. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Cause it's, it's uh, people, people are afraid to be by themselves people are really afraid to be by themselves. And I think, um, I think being able to be with you is a really beautiful thing. It's a very, it's Mm. a very powerful thing, right? Because it's, it, I feel like, for me, it like being able to be alone, right? Not lonely because Mm -hmm. loneliness and being alone are two different things, right? Absolutely. Um, being able to be alone says that I enjoy who I am. Yes. I am able to enjoy my own company, right? Mm-hmm. It's not it's not saying that I don't want to be around other people. It's it's saying um I enjoy myself, right? And my time with me, I also enjoy who um who I choose to be in relationship with right and not so much romantic relationship but like friendships family Mm. all of those yeah I feel like being able to um spend time by yourself makes you even more aware of who deserves to be in your space oh yeah I love that that's all about setting super clear boundaries Mm. and knowing that you know what I love who I am or at least at the very least, I like who I am yeah. and I'm not going to let anyone into my world who violates me or trespasses against me in any way. And, um, you know, you can talk to people when they they cross your boundaries and if they don't respect what you say and don't listen to you and don't actually change their ways, then that's your uh, key to mm-hmm. saying, okay, then, well, you're out of my life because I deserve better. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. Right. I don't love you any less. I just know that where you are and where I am are not on the same playing field. We're not on the same. We're like, we're not, we no. our spaces are two completely different spaces right now. And that's okay. Um, yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's good. What? So, and I want to circle back to, um, 
when you started doing your coaching, right, you started with men. What made you want to start with men? Because I feel like men, I feel like there's like this, this, this space where we're starting to recognize, um, the, the mental and emotional needs of men. And, um, although like they, I feel like men do have choice in that, right? Both and I think society is now making it more open for men to say, hey, you know what? It is okay for you to go to therapy. It is okay for you to, you know, take care of your mental and emotional health. Um, so what made like what made you want to start with men? Well, a lot of coaches I know uh and I've seen around the world only work with women because mm-hmm. a lot of coaches are females, right? Yeah. And a lot of females only want to work with other females. They feel aligned and connected and they don't have the interest or capacity, I guess, to work with men. And I really like working with men because when a guy chooses to work on himself, he really chooses to work on himself. Mm. And it's a beautiful thing to see or hear a man say, and I've heard this many times, oh, my God, I have not cried since I was a child. Thank you for helping me reach that part of myself. Um, yeah, it actually makes me feel emotional thinking about that. Yeah. And, you know, as I mentioned before, suicide in men is three times as high as what it is in women, and that's worldwide. And men have been really given the short straw when it comes to emotions. You know, little boys are still told in 2023, uh, you know, man up, boys don't cry, toughen up, all that sort of rubbish. So uh, any parents out there, if those words are still coming out of your mouth, please, please, please stop saying it. Um, Little boys really need to learn how to have emotion so that as men, They can show emotion and that's what women want, right? They want their men to have emotion. Yeah. And so it's it's such an honour to be able to sit down with a man and hear him tell me things that he has not told anyone in his life Mm. and to help him express that and encourage him to talk to the women in his life about what's happened to him and, and, and help him himself understand who he is and that he has a lot more capacity than he believes he does. And, I mean, what greater privilege is there than to reach somebody's heart and help them connect to themselves, their children, their families, and, you know, a, a partner in the future? That's that's just amazing. Yeah, especially when um, men are seen as protectors. Mm -hmm. right we want to yeah we like we want them to be protectors in a way where they're able to intuitive intuitively know what what that protection needs to look like right because at some point it's like well I don't like I need you to also protect me from you as well Mm -hmm. you know it turned like it can easily turn into something else but um, I love that. I really love that because you give space to men to be able to go into a place that, you know, society tells them they have to lock up in Deadpool mm. and throw away the key and the code and pretend like it's not there. And it's like, well, that's that's essentially why we have so many unhealthy 
men now leading households. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, and wow. I want to really add to that, Ashley, because this is really important. Yeah. A lot of women say they want their men to be vulnerable, but they can't handle it. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of women out there who want their men to be open and honest. And then, I mean, I've literally had a guy, gosh, I felt so sorry for him, who attempted to be open and vulnerable. And his partner told him, no, no, can't deal with that. You have to be the strong one in the family and I can't deal with you being vulnerable. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, my God. Um, and so that that shutdown really is a shutdown to the relationship. Yeah. And so women also have to learn how to hear the vulnerability in their men and accept that that is actually a beautiful connection, a beautiful heart connection. And from that heart connection, that's where relationships thrive, where sex can be amazing, mm -hmm. where the trust is so strong that there is no jealousy, no fear, no nothing, because you two have such a beautiful connection. And that can only happen if women are actually able to hold space for their men as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, wow. Yeah. Ladies, don't be out here asking for something you're not ready for. <laughs> yes. So true. Many ladies ask for it and then freak out. Like, what yeah. is going on? There's something wrong with my man. Well, there's nothing wrong with him. He's just human. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then the flip side of that is a lot of women are, and you know, we, we talked about this a little bit before, right. That feminine and masculine energy. Um, mm. I think some of us believe that because we're female, we have to be soft all the time. We have to be, you know, but then it's like finding that balance, right. It's like, well, don't be hard all the time. You, you know, it's okay to not be strong all the time, but where is that balance? Right. It's the same thing in men. Men have the same masculine and feminine energy. Just society tells both men and women, oh no, you're female. So this is the energy we need you to stay in. This is the space that we, we want you to be in and leave this other masculine space up to men but it's like now men need the balance of okay like I'm a go-getter I, I work hard I'm strong I'm protective I'm you know I'm the I'm the king of the jungle but it's like the king also needs to be able to cry like, oh, yeah. and yep. be safe and you know be safe in in their castle and the queen also needs to be able to you know when when the time comes to stand up for her king and be able to you know go toe to toe when need to be also. So yeah, no, it's, it's definitely finding that balance, yeah. finding that nice balance. Wow. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, you know, a lot, a lot of women, mm -hmm. I think are missing out uh, if they're not able to allow their partners to be soft and gentle with them because that heart connection is so valuable and, and, and really an amazing thing. So giving space to each other in relationship to be vulnerable and just listen. You know, you don't have to fix. You don't have to fix anything. You don't have to have all the answers. You just have to sit there and not speak and hear, really hear what's going on. And um, that's that's a nice, that's a really beautiful space to be in with your partner. Yeah. Mm, that is beautiful because eventually when it's when when 
either side is not respected, right? Like you said, the client that you had, um, the mm. male client where he was, you know, being vulnerable with his partner and she was just kind of like, oh my God, no, like I can't handle this. That can yeah. turn, that can lead to divorce and breakup, right? Because it's like, yeah. well, I'm, I'm, I'm learning to be more within myself and now you're pushing it away. Um, yes. so it's, yeah, it's, it's a, that's a weird, it's a weird cycle. Um, and, and yeah. that's, that can leave you to being lonely mm-hmm. in a relationship. So you know, it goes back to what you said before, we can be in a room full of people and feel lonely. Yeah. We can be in relationship and I'm sure many of your listeners will feel this. And I certainly felt this in my first marriage where he was right next to me, but I might as well have been a thousand miles apart because Mm -hmm. we had no connection and he did not get me at all. And uh, so, yeah, this Mm -hmm. is, you know, alleviating that sense of loneliness really comes down to having someone in your life or yourself where you really understand who you are and where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. So with the, with the work that you do, right. What would be like three or four main things, right. That could be practical steps for people to start moving through. Okay. You know what? I'm ready to close this book. How do I move forward? What does that divorcing that old version of you um, like look like to be able to move forward? Mm, big question. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I, I love to work on with people is setting really clear boundaries. And those boundaries always have to start with your ex-partner, mm-hmm. making sure that you're not still uh, crisscrossing all over the place, giving in when you don't want to, that sort of thing. And being really clear as to where you stand with your ex-partner now. And then expanding those boundaries to your family and friends. If people are uh, walking over you and you're feeling a bit unheard or like a doormat, uh, it's a really good time to say, okay, this is time for me now. And I need to either cut out some of these connections or slow them down. And it doesn't mean a big fight. It might just mean that you stop contact for a while and, and kind of see what happens. Or it can mean, yep, all right, you're out of my life, I'm blocking you. Mm -hmm. So being really super clear with yourself about who is on your side, who is team you, helping you make really good decisions, not telling you stuff that's making you feel angry or fired up, you know. Sometimes we have friends in our lives that will tell us what they think we want to hear, but it's not what we need to hear. So that's really important. Um. I think I really want to suggest to people to slow down, just Mm. to really slow down. There's an abundance of information out there these days on the internet, on socials, books, people like myself who are ready, willing and able to help you find yourself and giving yourself the opportunity to switch off, you know, the screens and just be with you and really ask yourself, well, what do I want? And that doesn't mean what don't I want. It means what do I want? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you know, really, and you have to actually say, I want this. Mm. And if the word I don't want comes in, scratch that out and say, well, what's the opposite? What's the opposite of what I don't want? What do I actually want for myself this mm. year? And the next part of that is, well, what am I going to do to get it? Am I going to 
get some professional help? Am I going to cut people out of my life? Am I going to move house, change jobs, clear out my cupboards, um, whatever it might be? Yeah. What am I going to do? There has to be an action step. You can't just kind of, you know, fluff around with, oh, yeah, I really want this, this and that. And then don't do anything about it. You know, the universe doesn't work like that or this law of attraction. You have to take an action step to prove to the universe that you really want it mm. um, and and go for it. And the going for it might mean tiny little baby steps mm-hmm. or it might mean a huge, massive thing. But whatever it is, see if you can get some support in that because you are not alone. There are literally thousands millions of people around who are wanting to help and um i understand that money is sometimes an issue but you know what ask ask for the help see what you can get see if what's out there use google there is you know the world is your oyster these days we don't have to limit ourselves to our own town or city because as we know zoom uh, and the internet is bringing us all closer together i mean you and i might might as well be next door neighbors right now actually but we're on the <laughs> other side of the world right <laughs> literally literally yep. yeah 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 that's a it, that's powerful um yeah because even in you know taking a leap taking mm. taking a leap right um I love how you said the universe, right? And I have I have all kinds of listeners, right? Like I have um listeners who believe in God, the universe, Allah, you know, so everybody, you know, mm-hmm. take it for what 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 you believe it to be, but when you said that it took me back to um a sermon that my pastor preached a couple of weeks ago and he was just basically saying like God is giving you the green light, right? You just Mm -hmm. have to go. And sometimes we have the green light, but we're not moving. And like you said, you know, the universe is, is, is going to see the steps that you take also, right? God is also going to see the steps that we take, which are telling, which are saying out loud, right? Our energy is moving. So the energies around us are going to say, ah, she's ready. Okay. Let Mm -hmm. me let me keep opening up and moving things to be where they need to need to be for her because she's now doing the steps to, to better herself and to grow, right? Nothing grows staying still. Exactly. And it's important for us as humans to, to look out for the signs and symbols that we're either on the wrong path or the right path. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when Mm -hmm. I was still married the first time, I was having nightmares all the time that my room was trying to kill me. And and I actually used to wake up and check my husband. Is he going to kill me? Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, eventually mm. I realized that I was killing myself by staying in the relationship. I, I was not reading the signs that were very obvious to me that I needed to get out. And mm. it took me way too long to find the courage to do so because I did not ask for help which is why now I always say ask for help because um, people outside of us will help us to see inside of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. That's one thing I'm working on is asking for help. <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs> it's not, it's not. Um, but yo, it, there's, there, I mean, there's power in community. There's power in um yeah like once you know who who can be trusted right because some people 
you ask for help and it's like, oh, I knew you'd need me. But once you're, once you've come to that realization of, okay, I need to ask for help, take the chance and ask for help, whoever it is, where, like wherever it is. Um, mm. Yeah. All of it, because it's for you, right? The sign is I want to do better. I want to move forward. I want to move away from this space and this time that I've been living in um, and do something new, move into, move into my, my true self, my divine self. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what better gift can there be than to moving into your true self? Yeah. Yeah. I always say, is it your trauma self or your divine self? Right. Because Mm -hmm. we're born to be a a specific person with like specific gifts and talents and, you know, but there's like the things that we go through in life too. Right. So you have two options. You either allow those things to make you somebody that you're not right. Mm -hmm. And that's where the cynicism comes in. Um, the bitterness, right? Now you're just mean to everybody all the time Mm -hmm. or you take it and turn it into, you know, you take it and you, you heal it. Right. And really look at, well, what am I, what am I really meant to do? Right. Turning that pain into your purpose um, and really coming back to those gifts and those characters that you were innately designed with. So, oh, I love it. Absolutely. Absolutely. It just reminds me uh, a few years back, a a friend of mine, her mother suicided. She was quite young when it happened and she had a very young sister and her attitude to the whole thing was, well, this can either make us or break us Mm. and I choose for it to make us. And from that, she uh, really learned from what her mother went through and she made some huge decisions to empower herself and find herself and do things for her and her little sister and they became beautiful empowered strong women and they used that story to help others and I I really love that saying this is going to make you or break you what's your choice yeah we all have choice we all have choice yeah what does uh so what what does you know the breakup coaching um, and divorce coaching look like moving forward for you? Yeah, well, I, uh, as I mentioned, I have the, I have a program, uh, one for men, one for women. So they're a little bit different, but basically the, the core of it is the same because we all have very similar traumas that we want to work through and things that we need to know about ourselves. Uh, 2023, what I'd love to be offering is some groups, actually. I haven't I've been thinking about doing that and I haven't started that yet, but now I think 2023, there's so many people in need that it will be really wonderful to bring people together uh, in doing some small groups, not massive groups where there's a hundred people or something crazy like that, because I, I really do like the personal side of this work as well. I'm not in it just for the money. Like you see a lot of people are, I'm I'm in this because um, it's my calling to, change the world one person at a time. And if I can do that with, you know, six people at a time, then that's that's more people that I can help, right? Yeah. So um, that's something that I really would love to, to work towards is creating a, a bigger community and supporting more people and helping people to actually support each other as mm. well because we learn so much from each other. Uh, it's a beautiful thing to do that. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, Leanne, thank you so, so much for this beautiful conversation to really like get us started in the new year, right? Because everybody's always like, new year, new me. And it's like, are you doing the things that you need to do? <laughs> yes. You've got to take those action steps to get a new you. A new day is not going to make a new you unless you do something about it. <laughs> that part. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Leanne. This was such a pleasure uh, having this conversation with you. Such a pleasure. And thank you. Yes, and we will be right back. Soundstripe. <sighs> How y'all doing? Yeah. Um, Leanne is so amazing. Like that was a really good conversation. Um, I'm grateful to have met her, grateful to have connected with her literally from Australia, y'all. That that's amazing. That's amazing. Testament to never give up on what it is that you love to do, right? You never know who's watching, who's listening, who you like you just don't know. So just keep going. Um which, you know, even with that being said, just really, like she said towards the end, you know, really taking note, right? Like giving yourself that space to be able to stop and say, what is it that I do want, right? We don't want to keep focusing on what is it that I don't want, but what is it that you do want? What is it that you want your life to look like? And what is it that you need to do to get there, right? If we keep focusing on the, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want, we might be stripping away at what we actually do want, right? Because a lot of what we do want is gonna, it's gonna require us to do some things that we might not want to do, right? That doesn't mean it's good or bad, it just is, right? Um, I want to run my business full time and really get my feet into that right that's going to require me to also make some transitions right some transitions that i've had to make because i'm starting from scratch and that's fine right it's all perspective right so really shifting your perspective and your outlook um yeah yeah happy new year even though it's march i recorded that with leanne in in january actually december um so yes i've i'm so glad to be back i've missed you guys so much i've missed doing this i love this mic i never would have thought that i'd be here but we are on season two you guys drink more water this year um really start making that i want list and then really start giving yourself that time and that space to really look at how to get what it is that you want, right? We're closing those old, those books on the old version of us, right? Not chapters, right? We don't, we don't want to keep having all these chapters of little intricate pieces of who we, who we once were, right? Let's close the book and just start from scratch, right? And that's okay because we've learned a lot. We've, we've grown a lot right so we want to start moving into this higher version of ourselves of what we do want what we can see for ourselves and really really live in that really start moving towards that all right yeah so take some deep breaths drink your water i love you all so very very much and love you all for free namaste Soundstripe.
What is up, everybody? This is your girl, Love Ashley Elaine, and we are back for Voices of the Body Season 2. Ah! I'm so excited. I've been away from this too long, even though it hasn't been that long. But when you love something, right, why keep yourself away from it? No matter what life is doing, life going to be life in, but make sure you do what your life is calling you to do. Listen, I have a great surprise for you all. We are starting a Patreon. Yes, we are building our own Voices of the Body community. In this Patreon, we will have dialogue, right? We've created a safe and sacred space for you to come and just start building your own healing community within Voices of the Body, right? You have a voice, so I want you to use it. Don't be afraid to use it. In this Patreon uh, membership, we will also leave space for you to ask questions, right? We will also share those questions on our show. We won't use your name unless you want us to. We will also have some of our special guests that come onto the show, some uh, of the, the people that I interview, that I meet along my journey, along my path to come in and do some behind the scenes, conversational stuff with us as well. It's $5 a month. You can't beat that. It's it's a beautiful space for us to be able to just really use our voice, right? Really come back from some of these episodes and discussions that we have and really tune in, right? Make it a little bit more applicable to our lives. Listen, I'm experiencing some great shifts and I'm praying the same for you. I send all of you love, blessings, and abundance I love you all so, so much for free. Thank you for continuing to rock with me. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for just being a supporter, right? You are the voices, right? Yes, this is our community. Voices of the Body on Patreon. Go to Patreon and find Voices of the Body. I love you all for free. Namaste.